Today, we're going to talk about a lesson I learned with by using a broomstick to teach somebody how to break out of a self-destructive thought pattern. It's kind of a fun story. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. I was in the first residency for uh, the Masters in Leadership program, and I was working on a theory. I called it kind of like a pendulum theory. I was trying to figure out how to help people break through challenging, well, almost like self-destructive thought patterns where you you kind of think that uh, you kind of think that people are against you, but you keep doing behavior that forces people to be against you. Do you have you ever met someone that does that? I know I do that sometimes. A good a real good example of this is I had somebody I met one time and they moved four times, and I asked them, "Oh, why did you move?" And they said, "My neighbors have been terrible." And they moved four times. And I said, well, and when you moved, how were your neighbors? Oh, they were terrible again. Then they moved again. How are your neighbors? Terrible again. So now you got three sets of bad neighbors. And they move again. Neighbors are terrible again. Uh, that's a sign that uh, there might be something else going on there. It's not. It might not be your neighbors if you move that many times and you have the same results. But a lot of people, what happens is I think they get in a place where they're uh, they're so frustrated with their neighbors, they don't quite have an understanding of what they're doing to create this situation. And I was working on this paper on how to break people through this because I had a I had this theory where people uh, either push. So I call it kind of like a self-destructive. It's like a thought wedge where your your brain is wedged into a corner and you can't get it out. So what people do is they walk up to you and they. Uh, let's say let's say you're not getting along with a group of people and you're consistently not getting along with people. Uh, people will walk up to you and say, you need to be nicer to them. So whenever they reach out for advice, they say, oh man, these people are real jerks. And you were like, but you said that about the other people. You need to be nicer to them. So that's a push. And what happens to every every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So the person's like, I'm not being nicer to them. They're the jerks, right? So that's push. The other common response that I've seen a lot of people do in these situations is pull. And that's saying, well, I understand that you're upset with them, but look at them. They're really nice people. So now you're trying to pull them towards this relationship that they're just ticked off at. Both of these techniques. So, and what do they do? The equal and opposite reaction. So they'll, uh, they'll push and say, they'll push right back. And say, I'm not going to be nice to them. They're being the jerks. And these are the two types of reactions most people do in in giving advice to people who are having troubles with conflict or they're consistently getting themselves in the same spot. They either push, saying you need to be nicer, or pull, saying these people are really nice. You need to spend time with them. Neither of them work. So I was trying to write this out in a paper. I don't even know how good I did in the paper. I, I looked at a bunch of research. I couldn't really find anything on this, but I found a few things, but nothing good enough. But I, I see it and I've used it so many times and it 
And I see this situation happening all the time. It's always unfolding. And I get myself in this position a lot. So what's your options? If you push, you know that they'll pull. If you pull, you know that they'll push. And either way, you're not really helping them because you're just giving them the exact same advice every single person's help telling them. So I, right in the middle of writing this paper, I had a person come up to me and say, this group that I'm in is not a good group. They're all mean. And this individual showed a lot of anger. So I started talking to this person and talking about all these things. And I said, you know, and how's your work? Like, how's work going? Oh, this person's a very similar response talking about a coworker. Then I asked about life and there was an issue. There was the same response in their other life. So now you've got the same behavior exhibiting itself in three different situations. I, I, I'm sitting there writing it and I really wanted to say, well, these people are really nice. And I was like, I can't do this when I'm writing this paper because I'm not applying what I'm learning. And, uh, I, I can't do this. So then I, uh, I thought about it and I was like, I, I also really wanted to say, uh, just be nicer. And I, I, both of these are natural reactions. I, I was almost going to say it and I was thinking, okay, so what's the real answer here? Cause I was just getting into this in my paper and Conveniently enough, I was supposed to do an activity the next morning for the the program, and I had to get broomsticks for the program. And it was kind of like you just needed broomsticks for a certain type of an activity, and you're only going to use them for like two hours. So during that time, I had somebody give me an adverse response that I didn't think this individual would see because of the clear wedge that she had had in her mind at this time. And so I, so I shared, so I said, can I share a story with you? And she's like, sure, but that's not going to help my problem, but sure. So I said, uh, today I, as you know, I'm leading this activity tomorrow and I need some broomsticks. So I was downstairs and I asked the security guard for some broomsticks for tomorrow morning. And he said, no. So I asked again, even more polite. He said, no, again. I said, what did you think of that? And she's like, oh, he's just being a jerk. Like, he's not a nice person. Then I said, okay, but uh, I talked to this person a little bit longer. And you'll watch what I'm doing. I'm starting to unravel this situation. There's, There's a why behind this. This person isn't a jerk. But so I said, I talked to this person a little longer. And, and I noticed that he was ex-military. He was retired military and he was security. And I said, do you know why he wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't give me the broomstick? And she's sitting there like she was pretty upset. She's like, that guy's just being a jerk to you. He's not going to give you the broomstick. It's just a broomstick. He should give it to you. And I said, yeah. And, you know, in the military, he was working in the military and he was talking about how he, uh, he was a radio guy, so he did the radios for all of the, the equipment and made sure the radios connected. And, and I gave a little hint there. I said, you know, and, and when he was doing the radio, he he would tell me, uh, he said that nobody else could touch anyone else's equipment. When you're in charge of a tank's radio, you're in charge of a tank's radio. No one else can touch it except for your supervisor who can oversee it. And then I said, you know, and you know how military is. There's a lot of strict rules and all this. And she's like, Yeah. And then I was like, so I listened to him on this story. And then I asked him again for the broomstick. I thought I'd connected with him well. And I thought he'd give me the broomstick. And he said, no. And she's like, oh, that guy is just such a jerk. And I was like, no, he's not. He's not a jerk. 
I said, when you tell me why he didn't give me the broomstick, you'll understand why you're having struggles with your relationships with these individuals. And she's like, well, tell me why he didn't have the, he wouldn't give you the broomstick. And why are you okay with this? I said, the, the truth's right there. You can figure this out. And it drove her nuts. Every day for about three days, she'd come up to me and ask me why he wouldn't give her the, who wouldn't give me the broomstick and why I was okay with it. Eventually on the third day, it was, it was, I was kind of think, feeling like she was going to give up on this. So I explained it and it was like a light bulb went off because I was using one of the strongest human emotions, which is curiosity. People love stories and they, they're curious. So if you give people answers, they don't, they don't care as much, but if you leave a good hook and you, and you tell a good story, that's kind of fun and, and it really relates to the situation. There's curiosity there, but she wouldn't have figured out what was going on in her life if she couldn't get a story that would get her there in someone else's, because that wasn't a push or a pull. I kind of call it like a, I actually call it like a parable. You're telling a story that relates to it, but it leaves this big hook where you've got to figure it out. And people who don't have the same wedge in their thinking can figure it out right away. So if you're wrong, you just tell a good story and they get it. And then they're like, well, that's not really what this is. But if you're right and they've got a wedge and they kind of got a, a blank spot in this part of their lives, you, they will come and start thinking about it because it's, it's the solution they've been looking for, but it's not directly related to them so that they can get there. As you'll see, a whole bunch of this stuff I'm talking about it's kind of fun. Like if you, if you really think it through, it takes a lot of work in your mind to think about how to do these things, but the value from it is huge. And in this situation, I saw this individual a year later and uh, after explaining what happened, she got it. She understood that she, she basically told me, she was like, I get it. So what you're saying or what this person was, what I was doing was I understood this person's circumstances. So I understood why they wouldn't give me the broomstick. And it was like this light bulb went on and I never pushed. I never pulled. I just told a cool story. That's what I love about it. Because if you're wrong, you just tell a good story and people get it. But if you're right and they've got a blind spot, it's going to show when you tell the story. They will not understand it. But their curiosity, because you finally gave them the answer to the problem they've been struggling with a long time, even if it was indirect, their curiosity will just chew away at it until they finally understand it. And that is such an amazing moment. And I got to see this person the next year. She was totally different, completely relaxed. And I asked her about her relationships. And I don't even know if she knew how, uh, how much this impacted her. But her relationships were better with her employees, better with her family, and better with her boss. And all it took was a thought-out story that related to the same problem. Pretty cool, hey? Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from Leading Lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com. 